Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're tuning in. You are now listening to the official SQL Audio Experience, a podcast to help you become the best marketer you can be. I'm your host, Brandon Mize, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt Voss. And today, we're going to be talking about growth strategies for Instagram. Instagram. That one doesn't change as much as the algorithms with the other platforms, but it does change. So there's some things that need to be aware. I have a love-hate with Instagram. Okay. That, why? Well, we, we spend all of our time helping grow channels uh-huh. for our clients. Yeah. But I absolutely hate doing Instagram for myself or sure. for our channel. <laughs> yeah. Well, on a personal side, though, for, for what Instagram has done, uh, originally it was supposed to be you uh, just sharing your life with your friends. Really, that was what it was designed to do. Now it has evolved and it is not that anymore. Now it is a tool that can be utilized and has a very specific, uh, use that you need to think of how do people engage with your, your media that, that you want them to consume on your, your channel. And in this case, Instagram. So I mean, just thinking back on where it started coming from just a purely photography based landscape to Mm -hmm. where we are now where we have reels and stories and videos and instagram tv and all the components that are built within that sometimes as they release some of these new things they're testing or let's be honest stealing from other Mm -hmm. platforms that are developing it it gets hard to kind of keep up with what should you focus on what should you actually be using and a lot of times it'll go from hot to not very quickly so i think maybe Mm -hmm. today we just break down If you are getting started on Instagram or if you already have a following and you're looking for new ways to grow or to engage in your with your community and your audience, I think maybe today we just break down some pretty simple ways to do that. Yeah. And I I think that'll be very, very valuable for for our listeners to be able to kind of get some insight on how to best utilize that platform. But the one thing to keep in mind as as you listen to what we're going to describe to you today, the the purpose of Instagram breaking it into all those various channels, they are trying, trying to help you by giving you a curated experience. So that's, that's, it's as creators and people that post, whether it's for your business or for personal, um, it actually muddies the water and makes it hard to know how to post, where to post, when to post. But the platform's trying to help. Uh, yeah. the end user get a, a very curated experience so that they get only the content that they want to see. So now let's, yeah, let's, let's definitely keep that in mind and let's chat about the, uh, the ways to optimize, um, mostly for business. Obviously this is marketing's yeah. tactics. So businesses, how do they, what, what do they need to think of first when they're thinking of this platform's utilization tool as a, as an optimized form? I really think if I was going to give some just right off the cuff, you know, um, introductory thoughts or, or strategic insights, I would say to first philosophically understand that your Instagram channel for a business is not an additional billboard. It's not somewhere where you just grab a bullhorn and start mm-hmm. shouting out things about your company or, or your brand or your product or service. It's a community that you are hopefully going to attract people to joining Mm -hmm. in which you are providing some sort of value, which is either directly coming from your brand, your product or service, 
or the community itself. Yeah. So if you look at the really good brands, they're never selling through their channel. Mm-hmm. They're enhancing the community interactions and the atmosphere that they're building there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the exchange. And small businesses want to usually jump into the pool and get right to advertising yeah. and figuring out, here's how you directly buy my service. So sure. one, usually Instagram is not a direct sales channel, mm-hmm. although it can be. It's not, it shouldn't be the primary focus. Yeah, if you're getting into it out of the gate, that's not, you know, you're not just going to start putting up your your product to sell or, or get them to try to walk in the door. Um, you have to remember when you start posting and when you start creating a, a, a brand on Instagram as a business, it's that, like you said, it's, it's asking the question, why, why is that person here to, to consume my media? Mm-hmm. It's not to be shouted about. You know, if you're a restaurant, you don't want to just see shots of the food on a plate. There's more to the experience of coming to your restaurant. And that's really what we you need to, to illustrate to your, your, your followers and to encourage growth of your subscription because you don't want to just be shouting the same thing over and over and over. Look at what, you know, here's what you can buy. Here's what you can buy. Right. It's, it's always going to be about an experience. And that's one of the things that, that we are as an agency are so critically focused on is what is that aspect that helps an experience as a whole what is that that beginning middle and end a story situation if you will of you go to a a nice restaurant with your wife for dinner what was it like making the reservations what was it like walking in the door what was it like when the waiters you know greeted you what was it like when the food uh, was plated and set in front of you there's just this whole experience so that also comes into play on Instagram is what is it like when someone comes to your channel or sees your content flipping? That is still an experience with the brand. Yeah, absolutely. And and as you were going through that list, I mean, one, experiential design, which is what Matt's talking about, experience-based marketing. We've literally built our entire careers off of that, mm-hmm. let alone just our agency sequel. But as you were going through each one of those lists, those are all opportunities for me thinking about mm-hmm. marketing-wise for content. So yeah. when you were talking about what's the booking experience like, what's the, mm-hmm. the first thing you see when you arrive into a, a brick-and-mortar location, how do you integrate or you know uh, interact with their product or service, those are all opportunities for marketing. And developing content from each one of those opportunities is a great way way to start yep. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to just open the doors to say, let us help inform you of the experience that you're mm-hmm. going to have when you interact with us. And you've got, now you've got all those buckets of content. So mm-hmm. if we just really looked in on even one of those, the booking experience, you have so many different avenues mm-hmm. to take from there. Are you phoning in? Are you using mm-hmm. Open Table? Are you going through their website? Are you using a menu app? Yep. You know, there are all these different opportunities there for you to delve into, and you can explore those in Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can explore those using different tactics, whether that's an in-feed post. Um, for those of you who don't know, that's going to show up directly on your channel uh, mm-hmm. at any time point in time that anyone goes to it uh you could use a story which is the vertical version mm-hmm. of those videos that you see that are only up there for 24 hours you could use a reel which is what's really catchy right now which is a about a minute in full length video mm-hmm. um that the algorithm is going to give a little boost to and that can either live in your feed or can stay in its own reel section as well mm-hmm. and then there's instagram tv so if you have a complex process or Mm -hmm. 
it's a little bit harder to talk about your product or service in short you know, Quick little version. concise yeah. versions. Then you go somewhere like IGTV, you can do a long form, I think now up to 12 to 15 minutes. It used to be 10. Um, I, I'd have to check and see if, if, we're, if that's still accurate. But then you can post a preview back into your channel. So you've got mm-hmm. all these opportunities, like you said, that Instagram is providing for you to curate an experience yep. based on what your audience might like. So mm-hmm. anytime you're on Instagram, you're creating content, you're trying to, let's just say, market in a way that's very subtle. Think about it in the sense that you are talking about yourself, but through a lens in which you are hopefully relating to your customer or at least to your ideal audience, because that's what's going to hook and bring yeah. them in, is what do I have that you want or like mm-hmm. that we know about, yep. and how can we meet in the middle and engage in a way that exactly. is consistent for both of us? Yeah, so there's... There's basically there's two different main categories from what we've talked about so far, which is the the buckets of content that you as a as a business can create. And you take that experience that the customer has with you all the way from the beginning, the very beginning before they've even thought of a need or a purchase, a desire to purchase, all the way to the end to they have your product and they're happy with it and maybe even as far as writing a review like that big old giant process that's those are your your buckets that you can look at to say where do I want to capture content and then the other half of it was okay now I've got this this item where on the plethora of options that Instagram has where does it make the most sense is there a good way to determine which one of those channels of Instagram's postability uh, that makes more sense than another I would say you have to think about what you want to do, right? So if you've listened to our first uh, podcast episode or haven't, I would I would hope that you would go back and listen to that. But we talk a little bit about setting goals. Mm-hmm. So as you start an Instagram account, hopefully you're not starting one just because someone told you you should. Yeah. You should have <laughs> goals for that account. Uh, you don't have to be there by any means, but uh, obviously as the world pushes towards that way of, of more and more social environments mm-hmm. and interactions, I would encourage you to have an account. Um, but you should set some goals. So let's just talk about if you wanted to first introduce who you are to the world Mm -hmm. and grow a following. I would say that you're going to have to implement some of YouTube, uh, not YouTube, but Instagram's tricks. Mm -hmm. So you'll have to implement some of uh, Instagram's tricks to actually ride the wave of the the algorithm. Mm -hmm. So implementing some of those tricks for Instagram to ride the wave of the algorithm are really going to help you in the short term get in front of people in their discovery section, Mm -hmm. uh, land on people's feed organically, um, and then also hopefully you're creating something that's a little bit more shareable content-wise that might get outward. So when we talk about that, a tactic specifically would be Reels. Mm -hmm. Right now, Instagram is pushing reels to the very top of their discovery feeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're they're putting a lot more traction behind that because they want creators, yeah. which are businesses, content creators alike, resellers, um, to promote and produce more of that content. Yeah. Um, so I would say reels would be a great one if you're trying to just grow a following first. Mm-hmm. But you really have to test. And, you know, that gets into the nitty gritty on a lot of different things. Some people will tell you hashtags are dead. They are not dead by any means. You need to be using hashtags. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But there's multiple ways to even do that. So when you're making a post, 
hashtags for those of you who don't know or uh, you, you create a hashtag that is a relatable term to either what you're seeing visually, what you're discussing in your topic, or what your business supports or is about. So, mm-hmm. Or the category um, of customer. Or the category of customer. This is helping you, and it's actually helping Instagram, its algorithm, figure out who they should put mm-hmm. your content in front of. So you have to use hashtags. You can put those directly in the copy. Uh, a new trick that people are using is actually posting the copy that they like and then going back and the first comment they they post mm-hmm. is from their business. So they're putting the hashtags in a secondary comment. Mm-hmm. And that's for a good reason. It's showing Instagram, one, someone's already engaging on the content, even if it's yourself. Trick of the trade, yeah. It's a little trick, uh, even if it's yourself. So it gives it a little bit of a boost right off the bat. But I would say experiment with that because I've seen it work well, mm-hmm. putting hashtags in the copy in the original post. And I've seen also it work well. Uh, putting hashtags in the comment section. So again, you're going to have to test all of these things out. Yep. And that's, what about if you're a business that's been, you've had your Instagram account for a while, you've got a small collection of followers and you're wanting to then just maybe circle back around and and do a fresh push. Uh, Obviously you can't, you can't trick Instagram's algorithm for, for uh, the same way that it does with new channels that way so is there a different approach if you're in a business that you've had a social channel for a while maybe you, you you're uh you're either not a great at capturing content from a regular basis but you want to say re-engage on those those audiences that are on on that platform is there some sort of a thought process that you need to go through to be able to reinvigorate yeah there's a lot of things you can do so let's say that you're a business who can't always be producing content for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. So you have an audience that you've built previously or over time, let's say it's taken you even years um, to build a, a decent audience, but you're wanting to either slowly increase that audience or receive more engagement from the audience that you already kind of own. Mm-hmm. Um, I would suggest using tactics like going in and private messaging certain accounts. I would look at your followers and say, who of my followers has an actual pretty decent amount of followers as well? Go over to their account, look at their content. If it's something that relates to you, relates to your business, or that you just personally like Mm -hmm. as that business owner and operator, uh, or even a marketing manager, go in and comment on their content. Throw some hashtags in there. Give them a thumbs up. Tell them you really like what they're doing because your comment for relevant people who follow that person, mm-hmm. your comment's going to show up at the top of their comment feed. So that's True. another opportunity yep. for you technically to be branding within content that is not yours that you produced. However, it's mm-hmm. relevant to your product, service, or you know ethos, if you will. So it's there's so many opportunities, but I would say dive deep into engagement, which is direct one-on-one conversations sure, yeah. uh, and or piggyback on some content that is related to your field. Is there a level of that that's, that's worth the effort? Um, you, you think about the, the amount of time that it would take to, to spend uh, digging through and finding, if you haven't already, find the the right places to engage with um, that's relevant to you as a brand um, is making two or three little comments on those helpful or does it take like where you need to be doing a good half day and like spending <laughs> going and digging like okay comment here and can you could you even so far as to have a comment pre written out that you're strategically like 
I'm just going to paste this here. I'm going to paste this here. Does that, is that of any benefit? Yes. Yes, it is of benefit. I wouldn't suggest you always do that because people that do follow you and are following the same channels will catch on to that. Sure. Um, so I wouldn't do that much because it can hurt you authenticity wise. But I would say you have to always weigh, especially from a time dedication perspective, yeah. on what is the perceived or possible outcome. Yeah. So taking your time out of your day to respond to the people that like your content or respond mm -hmm. to messages that you've gotten or to go comment on other people's feeds that are related mm -hmm. to your content. Yeah. Um, if you sell, let's say, a product, maybe you sell, I don't know, um, Leather colognes. Wines. Oh, cologne. You sell cologne, yeah. okay? And you're commenting on other of those. Let's just say maybe that what's going to help you get five to ten more customers for the mm -hmm. month. I don't know what your profit margins on, but let's just say that you have healthy profit margins. It's yeah. probably worth it to your business sure. okay. to increase the sales. But if you're you sell a complex service that normally has a sales window of yeah, two yeah. to three months yeah. before someone can determine whether or not mm -hmm. it's the right fit, I would say spend your your time running ads more than okay more than really dedicating man hours to yeah. to and ads is going to be a different that's a different yeah dis discussion because that that <laughs> dives into a whole nother aspect which you probably may it, it, the thinking when we were listing out all of the different possibilities uh, of instagram at the beginning of this chat um we didn't even mention uh sponsored ads or paid ads because mm -hmm. that is a whole different beast that has yeah. nothing to do with organic posts and likes and and just how a channel operates as a organic unit uh, mm -hmm. for a marketing purpose um so we'll get to that later that'll be a different episode we'll talk about that just on its own but um is there anything else uh thinking content wise or strategically engaging is there anything else that that would be a great uh comment to think about as a business, whether you're new or established online on Instagram, is there any one particular last item that would be really a benefit to keep in mind as you're as you're growing? Oh, boiling it down to one is really tough. I, can sure. I can I give a two part? <laughs> is that sure. All right? <laughs> so my two part answer is first, let's start with tactics. Again, utilizing the platform itself. Mm -hmm get in and experiment with the tools that are in there. A lot of people are not using like the, the search, not using geography. Like let's mm -hmm. say you are a restaurant, right? And you're trying to determine, should I put some more man hours behind Instagram or should I run just ads? Mm -hmm. Okay. You could get in to your search. We're here in Nashville. So I'm going to use Nashville as a, as a um, mm -hmm. you know, as a, a basis. Yeah, as a basis here. So you use Nashville DMA as your geography. You can search all the recent posts that have been happening in that geography. Mm -hmm. Let's say you have someone who has 10,000 followers and they're downtown Nashville having a good time. Yep. You could DM them and say, hey, I've got a restaurant on 5th and I'll pay for your dinner if you come here and post about your experience mm -hmm. on your channel. Yeah. Influencer gets a free meal. Mm -hmm. Nice experience. If they have time, sure. There's a little negotiation in that because influencers can be divas, so you are forewarned. They can, yes. But I'm giving you an example <laughs> of now you've just invited someone who is going to follow your page, going to be at your restaurant, you know, going to tag you in a mm -hmm. post that is then going to get in front of their follower basis as well. Mm -hmm. So just think of that amplification you just did. And as a an owner-operator from a business, all I lost was food cost. 
yeah versus normally spending thousands of dollars on advertisements mm-hmm. that might yield you far less activation quality mm-hmm. right impressions versus someone i really like has basically said this is a good restaurant and i should go for sure way different value right so one i would say is utilize the tactics that mm-hmm. are available to you through the tool itself because the tool is really you know they skin it as a social platform but it's really a tool for sales yeah uh, that's how instagram and facebook makes money right mm-hmm. so utilize the tools that are there if you don't know what's there spend just a little bit of time researching and learning because there are certainly ways that direct interactions can impact your business mm-hmm. and being a contributing member to that community is a big deal and that's where you should really focus especially getting started yeah but if you are also a little savvy and you have an audience built up then it's a great way to utilize new tactics Mm -hmm. that you haven't yet really tested and then the second part i think is more content based and i would say don't stress out about whether or not you're going to create a reel or a story Mm -hmm. or an instagram post or an igtv think more about what's the important message you need to get out yeah think about how you are providing value for that audience in your content itself not just selling yeah that's what i was saying in my head right and when i say produce it that could be you holding your phone up doing a selfie video or snapping Mm -hmm. a few pictures at your location for an event whatever that may be yeah just get it done Mm -hmm. and then worry about posting it afterwards and it's okay to test that as well it's okay to post an in-feed post and a story Mm -hmm. and a reel and an IGTV on the same day from the same content that's okay because you've got different users Mm -hmm. I get on Instagram and I get through my stories as fast as I possibly can I spend Mm -hmm. all my time in feed my wife total opposite interesting my wife will barely scroll through her feed because she knows it's already only showing her about six percent of her following yeah that the people that she follows yeah so she doesn't spend a lot of time there but she will watch every single story and even go back and rewatch it and i'm like what are you over there doing so i would say you're not going to know that up front right True. your audience is going to do different things so so just test Each it. customer is still kind of unique exactly in that pool. there's not just one type of user so creating content and, and I'm glad you said that too, because you have a, a piece of content that is just say one thing that you created. Um, you can absolutely use that across several different uses to try to generate and get that multi-customer uh, impact to be able to hit more than just that one single singular use. Um, I'll say as a kind of a closeout to our, our conversation, the thing you have to remember too is to always keep in mind the time that it takes to create the content and do that kind of research side as you're planning what you're going to do with this channel. Um, there's always going to be that that give and take. So make sure that you're not, um, I don't want to say wasting, because it's not wasting your time, but you don't want to not utilize your time appropriately where if you're a manager running a restaurant, running a shop, retail, whatever, um, you don't want to be pulling away from your duties to where some other area is being impacted and suffering mm-hmm. um, just for the sake of trying to get more customers in the door or more sales, you know, yeah, grow more sales. But if you as a manager are then unavailable or whatever, so always be cautious and don't, uh, don't over extend yourself. I mean, there's agencies like us that are everywhere. There's even influencers that are willing to try to help 
uh, run brands and they'll reach out. They can be divas, like you said, um, <laughs> but don't don't get so far with it that you're you're sacrificing your business. Always staying focused on customer experience. When they walk in the door, make sure your focus is on them a hundred percent because that return customer is going to be so much more valuable than just kind of spinning your wheels trying to get this advertising side of things. Um, That's a great point. Don't make it transactional. Again, go back to the experience. How are mm -hmm. you benefiting your audience's experience on the social platform? Yeah. And then how are you better equipping them to have a transaction with you in the future? For sure. So hopefully these, these tips have helped you. Hopefully you will uh, go and spend some time learning a little bit more about the tools that are available to you in Instagram specifically. Um, but utilizing all of these things, especially your hashtags, will help you grow. So I hope that you learned what you needed to, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining. Talk to you next time. Thank you.